Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. This is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here from Creative Play and Podcast Network. I'm starting a new segment on the show for uh, our local game stores, and I want to introduce you guys to a friend of mine, Drew. Hey. Hey, Drew. How's Why it don't going? You introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, I'm Drew Kalen, one of the managers here at Isle of Games over at Broadway and Pantano, right between the Sprouts and the PetSmart. Yep. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. Uh, I manage this place along with Ben Penner, who is not here today, and uh, Gordon Holton is our business guy, so he handles all that end of things. And then, of course, we got a really good staff here. Uh, yeah, so, and of course, previous to that, I managed game days for God, 18 years. Forever. Well, I worked at game days for 18 years. I managed a couple of different stores in that time uh, for like 10, 15 years, something like that. So, experience. Yes, that's very what experience. I've got. Tons of experience. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we go way back from yeah. Jerry and Ben over at yep. game days. The, yep, yep, yep. The other side. Way back. So, any advice out there for folks that uh, are interested in getting into uh, working at a game store or something along those lines? Well, the big thing, at least for our store, it's kind of rough because we don't have uh, a regular hiring schedule. It's when people leave, mm-hmm. we need people. When we when I managed game days, it was kind of different because obviously we needed somebody for Christmas. But Christmas isn't nearly as crazy around here as it is in the mall. So, it's not a necessity of just having bodies to keep an eye on things. Um, so mostly for our purposes, I find it's best if there's somebody who's been hanging around and we know them and we've got an understanding that they understand the games. We get a feel for how they are with people. Um, so my thing is, you know, uh, and it's, it's not, it's not just hang around the store because there's a lot of people that are like, I just want to hang around the store because I want to work here. No, I mean, if you're, if you're getting out there and you're like, you know, if you need some help with, with, uh, running events and, and if you you know you show that you've got some initiative and you know how to run things and you've got a good ideas I mean that goes a long way towards um, getting hired if you want to get hired unfortunately a lot of the guys with that sort of whatever are already hired someplace else so that's always a bit tricky um, I tend to hire uh, college students because uh, for a couple of reasons uh, one uh, as Gordon likes uh, they are motivated they're going somewhere they're doing something with their lives they're not just hanging around they've got exactly. a plan and two, I don't have to worry about giving them a ton of hours if I don't have a ton of hours to give them because I'm not having to worry about them having to pay rent with what I pay them. Because game store, uh, you can't make a lot of money at game stores. I don't make a whole lot of money at game stores. Um, I used to make more money at game days, but that was just the manner that I've been there for 15 years. Um, starting over with this store, I get paid a whole lot less. So 
uh, you know, but we do it because we enjoy it. And the discount doesn't help, or it doesn't hurt. So you know, the discount doesn't hurt. And you know, hey, you get to do what you love. I that mean, is true. That's a, that's a huge one. That is true, and it leaves me time to do other things. I do theater and you know, voiceover work, as we've talked about, and several other things that I do. Yeah, so I do theater and voiceover work and, and other things at my church. And uh, you know, I got a fiance now, so I'm kind of busy doing that sort of thing. Again, congratulations. Thank you that. very much. And uh, so there you are. All right, so why do customers need to support their local brick-and-mortar game stores? Well, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, online can uh, offer a lot as far as discounts go, but there's a reason for that. The reason is they don't have a brick-and-mortar store that they have to watch out for. They don't have to worry about employees. They've got a warehouse. They can just ship stuff out. But what they don't give you is they don't give you a play space. They don't give you a place to come and meet new people. They don't give you a place that if your place is big enough to play games you can bring your friends and can play games. They also don't give you the ability to come in and look at the game, uh, you know, especially with stuff like role-playing games and things like that. Board games, I can understand. You can see a lot of that online. There's pictures on Board Game Geek and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of people that want to look at the components to a game and they want to look and see how... There's people that want to look at the components of the game and they want to see how it looks on the inside and they want to check out the rules for the role-playing games and they want to do that sort of thing. You can't do that online very easily. Um, so that's a good... Thing. And then, like I said, just the sense of community. Uh, that's what we try to do here is we really try to focus on building a community, um, having a place where people can come and they can hang out and they can do the things, uh, you know, hang out with other people. Yeah, exactly. There it's, you go. That's what gaming is all about. Yeah. Yeah. And other. you get to meet, you know, interesting new folks every now and then and walk in and go, oh, what's that? Yeah. Like we were just walking up and the wife was looking at the poster and what's what's Steam Wars? Yeah. What is what is that? And I'm like, you're gonna have to ask them. Uh, the truth. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, the Rodney uh, Rod Roberts play that, and Carlos played that about Clockwork Wars. Yeah. For the customers out there that really like their brick and mortar stores, because mm-hmm. come on, it's you're the great venue to just come play, do adventure league, different sure. game groups. You know, how's a great way for customers to support the store? Well, other than buying stuff, but that's the main thing. Um, the thing you have to remember is that the the rent is the same for the retail space as it is for the gameplay space, but we're not making any money directly off the gameplay space. So the gameplay space is there by sheer dint to the fact that you buy stuff. As long as you buy stuff, then we'll keep going. Now we do have several incentives beyond the, you know, obviously online can do discounts, but we've got the the points program, which works out really well. A lot of our guys, essentially for our regulars, if you're a big kahuna, which is our, our club membership for the year, then you're getting essentially 10% back on everything you buy. So that's not a, a bad thing to sneeze yeah. at um, as far as that goes. What my thing has always been, I like to reward people for coming in. I don't like to give them stuff up front because then everybody, it doesn't feel special. Yeah. Everybody gets the same stuff. And, you know, if we're doing a big sale, which is why we don't do lots of sales directly, uh, I, I like to reward people on the back end. If you're a good customer and you come in a lot, then I'm going to work with you. I'm give you some deals i'm gonna make sure you get what you want that's the other reason to come to a local store is they know what you like and we will call you if something cool comes in yeah. and like hey you like this other thing yeah you know, what about this deal i found i found you know promo cards for people i just got robert some off a of board game geek because i was looking on there and I'm like, hey there's a promo card for this game you really like i'll order it in with me get the rest of our stuff it's like sure so that's not the sort of thing you're going to get on online you know Definitely. people that know who you are 
Or you get that friendly call saying, hey, by the way, the Star Wars book came in. You want yeah. to hold it. Yeah. Um, so that's the big thing. But the big way to, to support us is by buying stuff. That's the, the second way is by uh, supporting the, the events. I mean, that's the big thing. We have a lot of people that, that are really interested in, in playing certain games and they can't find people to play them with. And so they set up these events. And it's always disheartening to me when I got somebody who's really excited about a game and they set up an event and nobody shows up. And especially when I've had several people the week before say, yeah, that sounds really cool, I'll show up, and they don't. Um, which for me is, yeah. you know, if I say I'm going to show up somewhere, I'm going to show up somewhere. You know, that's just my personality. Yeah. Um, and even the great thing about a lot of our events is uh, even if you don't have anything for the game, most of the time whoever is running it has extras. They just want somebody to play with. Yeah. I mean, obviously we'd love you to buy it in the long run, but initially I'm not going to make you buy something that you don't know you're going to like. You know? And like coming in for the Savage Saturdays. I yeah. Mean, that's that's awesome. You come in, they're like, oh, you just walked in the door shopping? Well, come join our game group. Yeah. yeah. You know? So that's that's the kind of thing we like to do. So, Drew, in what ways do you uh, partner with the local gaming communities? Well, the big, big way is with events. I mean, we have a lot of events. And our particular uh, goal at this store is to have a lot of customer-driven events, um, partially because uh, I don't have employees to run everything. And two, we don't like everything ourselves, but we want to be a place where people who like specific things can come in and, and try to run that. I also find that if we have a customer who's running the event rather than the employee running the event, then they're a little more invested in it. Um, I could tell my employees that, yes, you're running this event, but they're not, you know, unless they're playing the game actively, they're not going to be as invested in making sure that it continues on. They don't have the passion. Yeah, as, as opposed to a person who really loves the game or really wants to get it going. So uh, that's one way we partner with our customers. Uh, the other way we partner with the community is we will go out to different conventions. We did, of course, RinCon, that makes sense. But we did Comic-Con and we did the Sci-Fi Con this year. We did the Comic-Con and we did the Sci-Fi Con. We also, um, we've gone out to like different uh, like middle schools. We went to one of the middle schools a while back and ran a game night. Um, other things like that. We, we are uh, open to doing those sort of things. We don't necessarily go out and push those a lot because we don't have the time ourselves to do it. But if somebody comes and wants to, we also do a lot of donations for uh, people will come and they'll say they want a donation for a silent auction or something like that. We've got a bunch of games in the back that we can give out. If, you know, so that's a great way to re support the community. Yep, yep. What events are going on around Isles uh, of Games over the next uh, month or so? Well, we got a lot of things, uh, the usual stuff. We've got a big calendar, of course. If you go to uh, on Facebook, if you go to Isle of Games Events, um, there's an Isle of Games Events. We've got several Facebook groups, by the way. There's an events page. There's a new stuff page. Island Walkers for the Magic Guys is an RPG group, uh, board game design group. So we got a lot of board game designers that come and do things here. Um, so we got the usual things. Uh, Monday nights is generally some sort of minis game. Uh, right now, I think it's Gilpaul and then... Ron Cover brings in stuff. We also got Heroflix going on, and uh, sometimes an RPG and the X-wing. X-wing goes on. Tuesdays, magic and several other smaller things. Uh, uh, Wednesday nights, D and D. Thursday nights we got War Hordes, so War Machine and Hordes, and uh, and the, our boss fight series, which is a bunch of uh, co-op or semi-cooperative games that are played. And then uh, Mac uh, McGregor is going to come in and do some stuff on Thursday nights with some of our newer games do a little more of a demo program for people that want to come check out new games Friday nights of course magic but we have people playing 
all day. You know, uh, Saturdays are various things. There's war games uh, meet up the second Saturday of the month, so they'll be here tomorrow. And uh, we get the uh, board game designers come in like once a month and talk about stuff. We have the first Saturday RPG group, and then there's a RPG forum, and there's also a designer RPG designer group. Yeah. And then on Sundays, uh, it's usually open play, and then um, we've got the board gamers, uh, board game design group in there uh, once a month. As far as specific events going on, uh, there's nothing uber specific coming up uh, right now. There's a new, I think we're going to start a new league for X Wing on Mondays. Um, Guild Ball will get a new league going on that because the season three cards are out, uh, coming out this week or next week. Uh, and then I'll have a lot of board games and stuff that I'll, some tournaments and stuff to keep an eye out for. There's a bunch of stuff. The Asthma Play stuff started showing up. Asthma B has a series of organized play kits that they were in throughout the year. So we just got um, Colt Express in and Seven Wonders Duel will be in pretty soon. So we'll be setting up some stuff for that in the next month or so. Um, beyond that, just come on in and play stuff. We get a big game library. There's a lot of cool stuff back there. There's new demos coming in all the time. You know, come in, check out, see what there is. Yeah, and you got plenty of great gaming space inside, oh, yeah. too. And yeah. then the, the uber-exclusive gaming room. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, for a rental, as it were. Res- reservations. Reservations. We are working on game rentals. That is something we are working on, but we have to run some stuff by the lawyer first to make sure. That's, all a, the, that's a hard one to do. Yeah, all the, the ducks are in a row, and we'll see how that does. You know? That'd be cool if it can happen. Yeah. So, that's the plan. Hey, it's a great plan. Well, Drew, thank you very much, man. And Isle of Games, you know, it's, it's a great place. Come on down, have fun, play, bring a game or yep. buy a game, more yep. importantly. And, of course, drinks are available. Yeah, we've got nice. uh, lots of sodas and other things and lots of snacks. So, you know, feel free. But you can still bring in your own stuff if you want. We're not we're not exclusive of that. So, Because gamers got to eat. Yeah, gamers got to eat. Especially if it's one of those good long games. And we don't have hamburgers, so that doesn't help. So. <laughs> but conveniently, within walking distance, there's a lot of food places. Oh, yes. Excellent sandwiches down at Sprouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much, man. And like no problem, always, Jeff. you know, you're always welcome back to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Oh, anytime you need me, dude. Because, hey, we love you from way back in the day, game days. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. Dungeoncrate.com. Let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember, be careful out there. There be dragons about. <laughs>